So that's something I've joked about for years. It's like, I'm just trying to raise great kids so then they're not assholes when they come to work because no one wants to deal with that shit. I just want to play big in life. I have two little humans that I'm trying to raise so that they grow up and be normal fucking people so they aren't assholes that you guys have to work with or anybody has to work with. We are back with another episode, and this one definitely speaks from the heart for me. So I had mentioned in the Q&A episode on one of the questions about starting a podcast, and I had said for a long time I had wanted to start a podcast, and I wanted to focus on mom guilt. So as I was recording that, and as I have been thinking about what were the next episodes I was going to focus on, and what were some of the things that have been coming up for me, I was like, if I really think about that statement in and of itself, the idea of creating a whole podcast and dedicating that much energy to mom guilt, that just goes to show how big of a fucking deal it is, not just for me, but just for everybody. It's like a fucking epidemic and it's ridiculous and it needs to stop. Before I jump into this episode, I want to start with my vision for 2020. And I want to start with that in this episode because it is directly related to mom guilt. And if I don't keep my fucking mom guilt in check in 2020, I won't ever live up to my potential and this vision that I really, really have for myself and everybody else. So I've shared with a couple of you that I know that in the end of this year, I have definitely been playing small and I am done and I'm ready to stop. I launched a podcast and that was a huge deal for me, but then it kind of felt like, okay, that was it. And I was too scared to really do anything else with it. I haven't really been proactive on like promoting it or reaching out to my support system to help me promote it. I haven't really been proactive on promoting myself. And, um, you know, the podcast community is a fantastic community and there's so many different resources out there. And there's so many other people that I would love to bring onto the podcast. And I was thinking, why am I not doing this? Why am I keeping myself small? Like, what am I so fucking afraid of and I am just scared I'm literally scared like the idea of actually getting someone on the phone and doing an interview scares the shit out of me but at the same time that's what I always kind of envisioned for the podcast it was never just about me talking all the time it was definitely about raising and lifting each other as a community and I feel like there's no other way to do that then to share opportunities to have other people on the podcast and expose you guys to so many other different people because everybody has their own story and everybody has their own message. So my vision for 2020 is really a two-part. It is A, to stop fucking playing small and unapologetically go after what I want in life and to not be scared to share my gifts. I've talked a lot about vulnerability. I feel like that's definitely something I don't even feel like. I know for a fact I will be leaning into that 100 fucking percent in 2020. And I also know it's not going to feel good every day, but I also know that's how I will really, really make change in the world. And that's what I really, really crave in life is to create the change that I really want to see and I want my kids to see that it's possible and that whatever 
little bit that I can do will make their life easier for them as they get older, especially my daughter. The other part of that is as I am unapologetically sharing my shit, I want to push other women forward unashamed, full-hearted, support them just as much. I think there's so much power in that when we can support each other. And I think it will help with the other thing that I think is just running rampant right now and that I know is true. No matter how big you get or you know how famous or how successful you get, I feel like there's this other epidemic, for lack of a better word, of just like this imposter syndrome of that constantly doubting yourself and constantly like, am I doing the right thing and second guessing? Now it's a practice and there's good days and there's bad days, right? And we all get that. But I just know that the more that we support each other and the more I help push other people forward, the more it will make them feel good. And in turn, I will feel good as well. So that's my vision for 2020 is to stop playing small and support other people so that they can't play small either. And together we will win. So what does it have to do with mom guilt? Fucking everything. Do you know how hard it is to be big in the world when you're constantly second guessing yourself as a mom? It's terrible. And for years, 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 I would say literally up until this year, I think I literally operated from a place of mom guilt. I let it control everything, like every decision I made, you know, I did it from a place of guilt. I constantly felt guilty. I felt guilty if me and my husband went on trips away for the weekend. I felt guilty when I traveled for work. I felt guilty anytime I did anything that was really for myself. And then think about that. Like, how fucked up is that? And that's exactly why things are so fucked up. A couple who, you know, works hard and provides for their family should never feel guilty about taking a weekend away for their anniversary. Like, they shouldn't. But I would like to say, how am I supposed to not feel guilty from when the second I fucking decided to have a child and have a career... Everyone always asks me, are you going to go back to work? How are you going to go back to work? Don't you hate leaving your kid at daycare? Oh my God, what's your kid doing right now? Don't you feel bad not being able to go on those field trips? Yes, I feel fucking bad. I don't need you to fucking ask me about it every fucking second of every day. But as a society, we are so trained to ask women constantly, like, oh, how are you going to have a career and have a kid? Look, I can have both. There will always be compromise on both sides and nothing will ever be perfect. But I know that I want to have a career and that's okay. Nothing's wrong with that. Yes, I will never 100% be able to make it to everything in my kid's life. And yes, I won't 100% never have to leave my job if my kids get sick. But that's okay why do we constantly put this pressure on women to feel like they have to fucking choose? Why do we not ask guys how they feel? Why do we expect women to come back after having kids and to not feel different? Like your whole fucking world changed. You're going to act different. You're going to feel different. And nothing's wrong with that. Nothing's wrong with it. You are allowed to want to have both. And it doesn't matter. Whatever your reason is for that is completely, completely valid. That's 
a really big one for me that I have worked on a lot in 2019. So I know going into 2020, I will have a little bit of a better grip on it. But I also know as I lean into things that scare the shit out of me, guilt and fear will come up every single fucking time. My brain will every single fucking time use mom guilt because for me, that's the biggest one that will hold me back every time as reasons on why I need to continue to play small so I can be safe. But I have literally got to lean into it and just know that it's fucking complete bullshit. I want to play big. I want to play big in my career. I want to play big with my podcast. I just want to play big in life. I have two little humans that I'm trying to raise And one of my goals for them is so that they grow up and be normal fucking people so they aren't assholes that you guys have to work with or anybody has to work with. I mean, everywhere we go, we carry our shit, right? So that's something I've joked about for years. It's like, I'm just trying to raise great kids so then they're not assholes when they come to work because no one wants to deal with that shit. But truly, I'm also really just trying to break down some of these barriers and change some of these societal beliefs or let people know that they have the power themselves to change those beliefs and change those thought patterns in their head. Like Especially for my daughter, I have a super fiery six-year-old. And fuck, if I don't do what I can do before she's old enough and starts pursuing her dreams— She needs all the help she can get because she is a fucking pistol and she's not going to take no for an answer and she absolutely is going to live her fucking best life no matter what. I have got to be that example for her. I have got to let her know that she can do anything she wants to do. And I know 100% for a fact that she's watching everything I do. Like all the time you think your kids aren't really paying attention to what you're doing and they're just in their own world, whether they're watching YouTube or she's got a huge imagination and she's always playing with her dolls and stuff like that. And when she's playing with her dolls, I can hear her interactions in this free play come out in conversations that her and I have had or things that she sees me do. You know, one time she was sitting in my closet in front of the microphone, just like flipping through notes, talking on the microphone, saying like, hey, everybody, it's Chloe, blah, blah, blah. Today we're going to talk about this. And while she's never actually sat in here with me while I've recorded, she's fucking paying attention and she sees everything I'm doing. So I know I have to stand up for her and continue to do that. And I also know that I have to do that and be that woman for my son, too. So he sees and he knows and doesn't ever think twice about what a woman's role is in the household and society and career and parenting and just knows that, hey, my mom can do anything she wants or my mom always has done everything she wanted to do and created this great life just the same way as my dad. And my dad has had to step up and help my mom out. And I travel a lot for work. And I want to do more and more traveling and speaking engagements and things like that. And he knows that my husband has to step up and just 100% has to step in when I step out. And there's, you know, you can't miss a beat with that. And we have to be complete partners in that. And he sees that and he knows that. And so when he grows up, he knows, like, hey, this makes sense if my wife wants to do this makes perfect sense. That's how I was raised. And he's not going to be afraid of strong women. 
he definitely can't be, not with me and my daughter <laughs> in the same house. And those are things I have to constantly, constantly remind myself every time the guilt shows up and every time I'm doing something and I let it hold me back. I know for a fact that I have let mom guilt hold me back from so many things. I think that was probably where I hit my lowest point this summer is when I realized that this past summer, when I realized that I wasn't actually scared of failing because I don't even believe in failing. I was scared of how successful I could actually be if I actually applied myself. And I don't think people let themselves think of it in that sense. That was a huge aha moment for me. Like, I will never forget it. I was running around my neighborhood listening to a podcast, and I was like, oh, shit. Everything I want is on the other side of this fear and this guilt, but it's not necessarily that I'm scared that I'm going to fail at it or I don't deserve it. I'm actually scared that what do I do with it when I get it? And how is that going to change my life? How is that going to afford me all these new opportunities where I'm going to work late or I'm going to have to travel more? And at the core, these are all things I want to do, but now I have to find that balance. Like, for example, I had this great opportunity at work to do this big dinner presentation. And of course, it was scheduled on the same night as my son had a basketball game. And I had to dig deep in and say, that's okay. You know, there's, it's okay. It's going to happen. Life's not perfect. Life is messy. And I have to know that I'm doing the best I can, pursuing my dreams and being the best parent I can be. And I cannot subscribe to the fucking mom guilt. Another reason I really wanted to talk about this right now at this time, since it is officially January 1st, is I have a ton of travel coming up in January. Nothing fucking sets off my mom guilt like travel. It gets me every fucking time. But I did have a little travel in the very beginning of December, and I knew that it was going to set me on a tangent, but I also knew that I had to use that trip to set myself up for January. It's still going to be hard no matter what. Three trips in a row for anybody, even without kids, is a lot. It's just a lot of travel. You're out of your house. It's different time zones. You know, you're probably not going to eat perfect. You know, there's just, you're not going to sleep as well as you would probably sleep. I never sleep good in hotel rooms. But I know at the end of the day, they're fantastic opportunities and it's something I really want. So I had to dig really deep and just think, like, how am I going to navigate this mom guilt, right? So I will get into what I did, but I want to share some, like, basic things. When I started out that right before I left, I had to think, like, what am I really scared of? Like, why does travel really, really freak me out? And... I just couldn't get there and I couldn't figure it out. I had started out by like just Googling shit on the internet and I love Google. I love Googling stuff. There's so much information out there in the world and I feel like I get a lot out of it, but also I feel like a lot of it is so, I don't know the word for it. Like it's just not deep enough sometimes. Like even it could be the same exact advice, but you need to hear it from somebody so, like, for me, I reached out to some of of the women that I really trust in my life, and I was like, look, I am really fucking struggling with mom guilt around travel. Like, 
how can I go into this? What are some things that you've done in the past? I'm like, how can I deal with this? And I got a bunch of great ideas. I got a ton of great ideas around, you know, leaving little gifts for the kids or little notes for the kids before you leave or a little scavenger hunt or something that they can go on. Um, you know, like special ways to do phone calls and text messages and things like that. And someone even said that with when their kids got older and they continued to travel, that at least once a year they would try to bring each kid on a solo trip. So not only did their kid get to experience, you know, business travel, but they also got to have some one-on-one time with their mom as well. And she was like, you just got to ask, like, the work she was doing. She was like, we go to business meetings and she was like, why can't my 16 year old daughter sit and listen? What's wrong with that? I mean, it's no different than an intern being there to help out. And I was like, what a fucking fantastic idea. Like they get to see what you do. They get to experience life. And then at the end of the day, you guys get to have this great one-on-one time. I'm not going to forget that. And as my kids get older, I'm going to definitely do that. But I had to keep digging, and I was like, why do I fucking feel so guilty? Like, what's that fear? Like, it's this crazy guilt mixed with fear feeling that comes up. And you know what I'm going to (laughs) say? I reached out to a couple people, and I journaled about it. And ultimately, what came out of it for me was I have this irrational fear that something tragic is going to happen to myself or to my kids if we're separated for an extended period of time while I travel. And this is what I know. I know that that's my fucking brain trying to tell me the worst possible thing it could come up with to hold me back. It is fucking resistance at its finest trying to keep me small. I was listening to this one podcast and she was like, your brain literally has the advantage of fucking chemical warfare. Like, think about that all day. Like, you know, your brain is constantly regulating and releasing hormones and chemicals in your body to keep your body functioning. It holds a lot of power. So my brain knows that the one thing it can always fucking get me with is mom guilt. So, of course, it has come up with the worst case scenario to get in my head so that when I go to travel and really try to play big, I want to hold myself back. And that was such an aha moment for me to actually sit down and write it down. And I would have never probably had that epiphany if I wouldn't have actually wrote it down. I do remember having strong feelings about myself something happening to myself when we went on a particular work trip in a private plane. I had never been in a small private plane before. So of course I just knew something was going to bad was going to happen. It was fucking amazing. I mean, my goal is to ever want to have a private jet. It's fucking awesome. (laughs) That will never happen. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Right. (laughs) But anyways, but actually sitting down and dealing with that emotion and that feeling, I was like, Oh shit. That's why I get so weird. That's why I get so twisted up. That's why you'll hear me say sometimes, like, no one's going to die. Like, that's kind of been like a little mantra thing that I say to myself. Like, come on, you've got to stop playing small. No one's going to die. I know it sounds very morbid, but like literally figuratively, like if I do this, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Nothing. Like anytime you're scared to do anything, it's like, okay, seriously, take yourself out of it for a second. And like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Either you get this new opportunity or you're right back where you were and you've lost nothing. So you very rarely will ever lose anything of it. And you really actually only have anything to gain. So 
figuring that out was awesome and it was amazing. So from that, I know that I have to choose to not be guilty. I have to sit with that feeling, with that emotion and say, thank you. Thank you for trying to protect me, but I am not going to be guilty today. You cannot hold me back today. And then if that, it will work, but sometimes it won't always get me there for me talking. So once I figured that out, and that was a very personal aha moment for me, then I had to take that learning and I had to share it with a couple people. And the feedback I got was, Oh, yeah, I've definitely thought that. I think that all the time. That's not irrational. It's normal, meaning that people think it all the time. But you are correct, and it is your brain trying to keep you safe. So use it for what it's worth. And then I just talked about it till I normalized it. And then once I normalized it by talking about it out loud, I felt a thousand times better. And yes, no matter what, I will always feel a little guilty once I leave my kids. I mean, it is what it is. When you go to kiss them, it feels sad. But I know when I come back, I'm going to come back a much better person with a great experience, a great stories to tell them, and it also gives them a great time to spend with their dad one-on-one. We try to do that a lot in the house, like make sure that we're always spending one-on-one time with each of the kids and things like that. And it's never for that long. And then it gives everybody a great opportunity to miss me. And as we create these new boundaries as women and break down these societal beliefs, it also lets everybody in the house realize how much moms and women do in life every day. And they can appreciate you from a totally different space. There's nothing wrong with it. And also, speaking of journaling, I was journaling over Christmas break. And I've talked about this a little bit. But the one thing that had really come up with me, come up for me in this big journaling session I did was all of my fears and all of the things that I'm scared to do, like really put myself out there with a podcast and really promote it on social and ask for support is as long as I'm doing it from a place of love, then it's okay. And it's the same thing with parenting and it's the same thing with mom guilt. If I parent my kids from a place of guilt like I have for years, I will let them get away with making poor decisions based on guilt because I'm guilty that I'm not always there. So yes, you can do this thing that you think is going to make you feel good for 30 minutes, like eat a whole bag of Cheetos, but it's not. And it's not really serving you and it's not really serving your body. But because of the guilt I feel, I let you get away with that. So the same with everything in life, I have to remember as long as I am doing everything from a place of love, it is the right thing to do. So I'm taking that with me into 2020, whether it's playing small and getting out of my head, whether it's mom guilt, no matter what it is, I am going to focus on doing everything I do from a place of love. And I know that that will lead me to so much more growth than I could even imagine. And I'm super, super pumped to just see what comes from that. Like when I asked you guys to help me out, hit those thousand downloads and I was so scared. I was so nervous and I was like, oh, this feels so weird. But I was like, you know what? You just got to ask for what you need and for what you want. And I was doing it from a place of love. I want to come on this podcast and I want to be as vulnerable as possible. And I just want to share all the things I'm going through because I know 
I can help somebody and I can help somebody else deal with the same things I'm dealing with. And if we support each other, that's all we can do. And we can create these amazing lives together. So I did that from a place of love when I asked everyone to go listen to the new episode. And I blew past a thousand episodes that day. So by the time we got to New Year's and my goal was to hit a thousand by New Year's night, I was way past that. I knew there was confirmation that when you do it from a place of love that's pure, nothing's wrong with that. And you can ask for what you need when you're in that place. So I'm going to carry that into dealing with my mom guilt and into playing big in 2020. And we'll see where that goes. So I've been talking about journaling a whole fuck of a lot on this podcast. And this is what I know. When I do journal, and I will admit I talk about it a lot because it fucking works, but God damn it, if it's not hard to sit down and do it. I know it is, but every single time I have taken five minutes, 10 minutes, set a timer, I always will set a timer because for me, like time batching or setting timers just works so well and it makes me not feel overwhelmed with so many tasks. Set a timer for five to 10 minutes anywhere in there and just write So much shit comes out that it shocks the fucking shit out of me. And I'm like, it's simple shit. Like, how come I can't get that out of myself when I'm in my head? It's like the act of doing and writing it down. You can process and you can think and you can just, like, get it out on paper. And it's, like, this creative process that, like, shit just starts flowing out. And you're like, is that even me? I don't even know. But it's so much different than just sitting and being in your head. Because you cannot process and work through shit just being in your head you just can't it just doesn't fucking work like that that's another big intention of mine for 2020 is to really dig deep on the journaling because every time I do it I get these amazing revelations and they really help change my life so I really want to lean into that more and I really want to get you guys started too so I have a really good friend Cindy Kramer who is a huge journaler, right? She loves it. She's super good at it. She's working on some journaling prompts that she's going to share with her community. And I said, hey, can I start sharing them on the podcast? And I would love to get her on the podcast soon. I'm going to interview her and let you guys hold me to that. Every time I say something on the podcast, I hold myself accountable. I know I'll do it. So that's me holding myself accountable. But I was like, hey, I would love to share your journal prompts and end each of my episodes with a prompt to get people started because sometimes it's really hard to say, hey, go journal. Like, what am I going to journal about? So I figured maybe if I started giving you guys some prompts that were related to the episode and related to the things that um, I've been talking about, you can really start to dig in and let's see how they work. So the one that I'm going to leave with today, and I'm going to do it myself, is what do I need to let go of to move forward with the life I crave? If you guys were inspired by today's episode, please share it in social media, tag your girlfriends on the post, and please go rate and review it in iTunes. Thank you guys so much for creating and holding this space with me today.